Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim with Afyom. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Nidad Bet. Continuing with our study of the first Mishnah in this final parak, and we had an entire development in the Mishnah of girls of different age and how long they are granted as having dam betulim and therefore able to continue having bi even though they've had dam. And then we come directly to the Halachalama which uproots the entire Mishnah. Rav Shmuel Dami Tavayu, in the middle of Samachem Bet, Halacha Bo'el Bilat Mitzvah Uporesh. And this seems to be the Halacha, from the presentation here, of all cases in the Mishnah, is the husband can only have Bilat Mitzvah and immediately has to avoid. So we just had the Brita where Rebbe granted the girl four nights to have Bi'ah without concern for Dam Nida. During over a course of four of twelve months, Amalei Rava Haduri Apir Chalamali. So he says to um, to Rav Chista, "Why are you searching for a question from the Brita? We have a whole Mishnah to challenge from." The answer is, "Who Rav Chista thought that quoting an actual case law was even a more powerful question. Nonetheless, we have a problem. Rav and Shmuel have issued a ruling that seems to just ignore the entire Mishnah. The answer is, Inu Avdavdu Karabotenu, because our Mishnah has a Mishnah Chorona. After all is said and done in our Mishnah, we have a later group of the Beit Din that takes a vote and decides, which means you are never given uh, relief, as it were, to say that this Dam is Dam Betulim and can continue to have a Rebiyah. When Rabbi Yochanan Shlokosh would study our parak, they would get nothing out of it, sort of like a fox coming into a field and coming out with a bunch of dust. They would come out with nothing. And at the end of all, they would say, just like Rabbi Shmuel said. So Rabbi Shmuel in Bavel, Rabbi Yochanan Shlokosh in Eretz Yisrael said the same thing. So then, somebody who's very circumspect should not even have gmar bia, because he should be concerned that she already became a nida partway through. So his answer was, that he'll never have bia at all, because he'll be concerned she's already a nida, and nothing will ever start, and that'll be the end of Jewish continuity. So that clearly goes earlier than Rabbi Shul's ruling. They said that if a girl who is given four nights and has dam that flows from the four nights into a later period, continued flow, or metocha laila har laila, if it's a girl who gets one night and the dam flows and continues to flow from that night in the next night, kulan we cannot rely on that dam anymore, even though it's a continuous flow and they have to do badika. Parenthetically, a mayor rules like bechame in all the cases in our Mishnah which means only four nights for the first one, and only one night for the second one, and only bi'ilat mitzvah for the third one. In all of the other cases, we follow marot damim, which means, there are different colors of blood. Dam nida edom, dam betulim, eno edom. Dam nida is a full red, dam betulim is some other color. Damni does zihum, it has some sort of smell to it. Damni tulim eno zihum, does not have that smell to it. Damni da bamina makor, and the reason for that is because damni da comes from the uterus, and damni tulim bamina stadin is a wound.
And so our mayor's whole position was, you can really tell the difference between which dam is. it is based on these things, the color and the smell. So Rav Yosef or Yochanan, Zudiv or Meir, that's all Rav Meir. Blood is blood. It looks the same. It smells the same. You can't tell at all. And you've got to go by these standards. And if we toss the standards out and say that any dam is dam nidan, after bilat mitzvah, after biporesh, then that's it. If a woman sees dam as a result of tashvish, now this is not a betula. This is a woman later on in life, and she, as a result of tashvish, she's dam. She can have bia a second time and a third time. And of course, we're going to regard this dam as being dam nida. But because she hasn't yet established a pattern until the third time, she continues to have bia till then. She has to be divorced from this husband. She can marry another husband. The same thing happens with the second husband. Again, she can have Bia three times. Each time seeing Dam. Again, she has to get divorced. She could marry a third person. Let's say the same thing happens with the third person, which means now, We've established an internal chazaka within the relationship and a general chazaka for her uh, that, and we'll see why we need such a long process, that she's always going to see dam machmatashvish. And you would assume at that point that we then rule, that's it, she can't be married to anybody. But not that, that's not the case. She has to do a special kind of bedika every time she's going to have bia. What's it like? She brings like a long stick. There's a little fabric at the end. She puts it in. If there's dam found there, then we know it's uterine blood. If you don't find it there, then you know the dam is coming from a wound, and she can continue having blood. Now let's say she has a wound in that place. She could say the dam is coming from that wound. If, let's say, she has a regular veset, besides having bia, she has a regular veset, and it comes that day, then she could say it's the veset. But if her dam had a different color or smell or whatever it is, then the regular dam, she can no longer say, yeah, that's what it is. She's believed to say, I have a wound inside my uterus, and that's where the dam is coming from. That's He disagrees. He says that dam that comes from the makor, even though it's coming from a wound, is still tame. That doesn't make her tame, but the dam is tame. Rabbeinu disagreed. Now, my benai, that's the bright dam. My benai, where do they disagree? This we saw back in the first parak. Whether or not the makom of the makor itself is tamay. Right? Which means that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says it is. And therefore, regardless of what her status might be, the dam is tamay. And Rabbi say, just having contact with the uterus is not enough. Okay. Shvoferet, wait a second. You said that she's going to use the shvoferet, this long stick. It's going to cause another wound. It's used made out of lead. It's folded back, so it's curved and not sharp, and it's not going to cause a wound. So he turned to Rabbi Yochan. Why can't she just do a bedika when she's married to the first guy? Why does she have to get divorced and disrupt that family? And then again, until finally we allow her to do a bedika with the third husband. 
Not all fingers are the same, meaning not all penises are the same. And the consideration is that maybe it's because of the husband that she's seeing Dom. So she, so we're going to use a better method, which is check it with another husband. If after three husbands we find the same case, then we got to assume it's her. further. Why can't she do the bedika at the first bia with the third husband? Because by now we've established that it's not husbands, but it's her. The answer is, Not every bia has the same power to it, and therefore we have to wait until he's, in each relationship has established its own pattern. Okay, a story. There was a woman who came to Rebbe uh, because she had a uh, particular case. And what was it? Avdan. So there was a woman who came to Rebbe, he had this problem, and he said to a person named Avdan, Zil ba'ata, go scare her. Azal ba'ata, he went and scared her. Venafam and a whole big chunk of blood came out of her. And evidently, Rebbe held that what happened was, she had this big clot of blood. Every time she had Bia, a little bit came out. And so she had this problem. So he say, he scared her, and he had her scared, to the point where it all came out. She's now, Nepezot. She's now healed, and we assume that that played out well. So a woman came to Shmuel. Again, in her case, nothing came out. This really is a woman who every time gets dumb, and then it comes out when she has Bia. There's nothing we can do. She can't be married. Now another case came to Rabbi Yochanan. Wild case. Every time she came out of the mikvah, she went to the mikvah after waiting, and then went in, and then when she came out, she immediately saw Dam, totally messing her up. Maybe it's the eyes of your neighbors who have come on you. In other words, maybe there's an Ein Hara that your neighbors are so upset that you have a, such a wonderful relationship with your husband, they're jealous of you, and that's what causes it. So what he essentially said was, in this first version, go and have relations with your husband somewhere secret. Like go to the river. They won't see you. They won't even know. Let's go to the mikvah in the Nahar and go have relations with him there. They won't know and you won't have the problem. Some people think that what he said was, go tell your friends that you're having this problem, these other girls. So instead of them being on this side of you, meaning they're jealous of you, now they're going to be satisfied. They'll stop putting an iron horror and they'll stop affecting you. But some people had a different version. Go tell your friends. So we assume them really now to be real good friends, not fake friends, who are just inadvertently kind of casting this evil eye because they're jealous. And therefore, go tell them, and they'll daven for you. Why does the Mitzorah have to announce that he's Tamei? Other people daven for him, so they should get better. So they should daven for you, that you should stop having this problem. Amr of Yosef. Yosef tells a story. It was a story that happened in Pumadita. And a woman actually got healed from this problem as a result of one of these uh, patentim. Yosef of Yehudah Marab. Hitkin Rebbe Besadot. Rebbe made a rule, Besadot, which means in the area where there's no Tamil Chachamim. And this is now getting very practical to what we're familiar with, Allah Halamaisa. If a woman sees one day of Dam, she should 
count that day and another six days, and then go to the mikvah. Meaning, she should assume it's the first day of Nida, and keep seven days. Shnayim, if it's two days. So now she's going to have another uh, six days. Why six days? Because even though she saw two, which means her two possibilities are, it's Nida, which she needs another five, or Chomet Yom Kenegidom, which means she needs another one, they're concerned that she may get confused, and therefore we have her say, take a whole um, six plus those days not to be cholik. Shloshav, she sees three days, Teshev Shiva Nakim, she has to have Shiva Nakim, and uh, that's because we don't know if she's a Zav or a Nida. Now this is Basadot, where the people are not scholarly. And now we go to the next development. Very famous statement of Ramzera. The Benoit Yisrael accepted a Chumrah, that even if they see one little drop of blood, the tiniest speck, they immediately assume Zava and Zava Gdola, and they have Shiva Nikim. And that's, of course, our practice. So Rava grabbed Rav Shmuel, and he publicly announced, let's say a woman went into labor pains for two days, on the third day she had a Hapala. She has to have Shiva Nikim. Why? First of all, Kishui is not an exemption for, for Nefalim. We already saw that with Shmuel's opinion. And it's impossible for the Kevra to open up, for the uterus to open up without there being dam. So it had to be dam. Shiva Nikim. Why do you have to create that case of two days of Kishui? For the Mashu Alma, even if there's one little minute of Kishui. Because after all, the Chumra is that even if they see one little speck of Dham, they keep Shiva Nakim. So that means if she had one little bit of Kishui and then on Hapala, boom, we say that the Kever opened, there was one bit of Dham. So the answer is Amarle, So Rava says back to our Papa, I'm telling you a real Isur. You're telling me what Benet Yisrael and Oeg, I'm telling you a real Isur Mipidin. And it makes it sound like in those places where they had the Chumr, fine. When they're not Machmer, they're not Okay. Let's say, remember, the practice was that you be betrothed. And then at some point, the husband would say to the girl, or the girl's family would say to the husband, it's time to get married. So if he says, time to get married, she agreed. Because the assumption is, that when she found out she was getting married, she had a certain amount of excitement, and probably saw Dan, she needs Shiva Nakim. Ravina Yasek Lebre by Rav Hanina. Rav Hanina was marrying his son off, and he was getting, he was dealing with that in Bay Rav Hanina. So should we write the Ktuba to take place in four days from now? Good. He said yes. When it came to the four days, he waited another four days. Why? Because they've been told, the girl said you have to wait seven to keep. Yaakov Shiva Yomi Batar Uyomas, they ended up waiting seven days after that first day. Marley, my high, why is this? Don't you hold that, that principle? That the minute that you announce, okay, we're going to get married, we assume immediately they're having Dam, and we need Shiva Nakim. When did Rava say this? That's only a girl who's older and has already seen Dam. Which evidently in this case was Akhtana. Miyamar. So my favorite Rava, the answer is Rava did say, He said explicitly, it doesn't matter if she's a Gdola Akhtana. The minute you said, let's get married, Shiva Nakim. Because Gdola Tamamai, 
Why do we say that a, a gedola would have to wait? Because she gets excited, sexually excited, and as a result of that, sees Tom. Tanami Muhammad, Tani also has that. Amarava, Isha Lotachuf. Now we're beginning now a whole series, and there's no transition established in the in the Gemara. But we're now moving to issues of Tvilah and Tvilah for Inida, or Zavah, and issues specifically of Chatzitza. So he says, She should not shampoo. We're going to see more about the shampooing that's done before going to the mikvah, not with a certain kind of lye and not with with sand. Because it cuts some of the hairs out, and then those hairs stay in and they're chatzitza. Not with sand, because because it hangs in there as a chatzitza. A woman should only use hot water um, for her uh, shampoo. Not cold water. She can use hot water even if the hot water is heated up by the sun. So name my time. Although I can't use cold water, it's cold. And it, it cut, it, it tears some of the hairs out and those hairs stay in, uh, and it leads to, um, to, uh, to a chatzitza. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with more of the halachot of chatzitza, uh, which will take us to the next Mishnah. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.